Mark, I'm desperate to know. I want to do my basement. I want to finish it like a man. But the problem is I can't. I can't do anything. Yeah, you're not a man, so don't try and be a man. I want you to call True Build Limited. They have a staff of real men, so guys like you and I can drink our lemonade, okay, and watch Frosty. This is the time we want to be relaxing and watch real men finish our basement. You can't work outside, so get True Build Limited inside your house, into the basement, finish it for the summer. Will they let me hold the hammer? Because I have a a father-in-law that will judge me if I don't do any of the work myself. Will they let me hold a hammer or drill maybe the last screw into some board? They will let you be a part of the team, okay? They will give you one hammer. It may not be real, but they'll give you a hammer to hold, okay, while they're working. But, okay, what I want to express sincerely here is once they're done the basement, you book with them before they leave to finish your fence for the upcoming spring. They're taking bookings for fencing. So finish your basement. I love that. So you can have uh, Christmas with your family, get the fence in so you don't have to see your ugly neighbors anymore. <laughs> and oh, actually my in-laws are my neighbors, Mark. Get a 10 foot fence for Jay <laughs> book for spring 2021. True Build Limited, contact them now. Jason Whiting. I don't know why I'm laughing. I knew it. Already. I I'm knew like, it. I knew it. I knew it. The, the power goes out in your house at 6 p.m. So it's essentially black. Do you have a plan or easy access to get to a working flashlight and or candles? Uh, first of all, we'll use my it's cell black. phone. It's black in your house. Go get one. Yeah. No, no. Cell phone. Cell phone and a cell phone flashlight helps me find it and we go by the fireplace well done with the cell phone flashlight yeah. never even considered that <laughs> wow yes i'm really upset at myself it totally neutralized your question yeah because <laughs> it happens steve, to us all the time steve O'Kane, you're cooking you're cooking bacon in the morning for your family grease fire kicks off fire extinguisher find it and use it do you have one yes where is it to the right of the stove okay yeah Wow. Good. You're both prepared. I like this. Wow. We are. We're men now. Yeah. yeah. Well, hold on, Steve. Do you know how to use the fire extinguisher? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. You just needed one more question, Mark. We're only one question deep. We're only one question deep. I hand it to my oldest son and I'm like, do it. He'll teach you in school. Yeah. Don't you just pull the pin and just like squeeze? I don't know. You might have to pin. shake it or something. 
I don't, I don't know if you have to shake. Know, it's not a margarita, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you know, at the end of the day, if even if you do burn your house down, Steve, you call Bastion and Ferguson real estate team. They'll rise from the ashes and help you find a temporary home, <laughs> a new home, and the new employee, the in-house marketer, will follow you around with a video camera while you're getting your life back together. <laughs> Love that. Bastion and Ferguson real estate team will find you a home anywhere in Ottawa or the surrounding areas. Someone contact them, mention soccer snobs. If you do, we're going to do a live show in your new house. Look them up, Bastion and Ferguson real estate team. I am dying to do a live show in some stranger's house. How amazing would that be if we hook Tom up, they get someone like a dream home and they're like soccer snobs. First week in there, let's get it's a it. clause. It's a clause in the con, like the signing on contract. Yeah, Tom and and uh, Ramsey, let's hook that up. Oh my God! No upcoming knowledge of the topics, as per usual. Uh, Steve and Jay don't have any. Um, before we jump into that, I want to quickly uh, get into some listener comments, questions um, that have tagged us on Twitter, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, Chris Radzikowski, um he uh, gave us some good over or underrateds that I'll use next time we do that. So thank you for that. Uh, Yasser, Yasser, my buddy Yasser is good for a We'd like and a retweet no matter what we put out. I'm loving that. Yasser's Bayshore alumni, man. That, that guy and I go way back. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a good head. So uh, Raphael Rowley, Rowley, did I say that right? Yeah, he's a goalkeeper. Yeah, he was loving the Limniatus. Gave us a lot of love on that episode. Uh, Aaron Hooper chucking us out uh, uh, a potential topic of the Lou Marsh Award, which we will get into a little bit today. Uh, Jordan L. was big on my Rangers uh, Betamax thing that we, we started talking about. He had the whole World Cup 98 on video. It was wow. uh, pretty neat. Uh, Quizmaster, I'm going to use his, his Twitter handle because it's kind of, I don't know if it's really good or really bad, but I'm going to use it. Quizmaster on Twitter. He gave us a good link to a club ranking system, oh, yeah. which I'll be looking at and using. Congrats to the Nepean Hotspurs boys who won massive first prize. I'll chuck that to Steve because he knows more about that than I do. Yeah, that was uh, that was awesome. Like our first draw with NGNA Soccer uh, through Carlos Lima. So we did our first draw for four prizes, and you know, one comment and tagging someone equals uh, an entry. If you tag us in a story, it equals five. And, uh, yeah, Nepean Hotspurs boys, uh, which was nice. I played with Nepean Hotspurs. I was happy to see that. And they were, like, super excited. So that's awesome. And I noticed I'm just going to say the front runner for draw two at this point based on the amount of tweets and comments I've seen. Not tweets because on Instagram. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Nepean Hotspurs girls might be running away with This could be, like, a Hotspurs wow. club sweep. Like, and this is wow. for the goalie stuff. So some of the goalies better step up their game on there because uh, draw two is on the 17th. Yeah, let's call out uh, OSU and West Ottawa and Hornets. Let's get some uh, uh, love going here. It's just free equipment from like the yeah. best soccer store, soccer apparel store in Ottawa, NGA. Great point, Mark. Uh, you get a lot. Of, you do get a lot of Hotspurs feedback on our show, or sorry, uh, Hornets, but uh, OSU, West Ottawa, blank, nothing. Come on, step up your game. You're supposed to be the big clubs. That's it. All right, so. I'm going to jump into this here. No, Mark. No, Mark. You, hold on. We have one more special one. Remember, we are going to. We haven't told Jay about it. Oh, we got yes, we got right. some listener feedback. We held it for the. We've been doing uh, shows with guests, and um, 
we got a good listener feedback uh, a couple weeks ago and it's, it's taken forever to get one of these shows. So anyways, long story short, first of all, great feedback, love getting like suggestions, telling us who the listeners are. Amazing. Amazing. So I was all into it. So I'm going to read it to Jay. Um, it came in from sport rats and I'm just going to say her name's Tracy and leave it at that. Um, so she just said, she didn't listen to all the episodes. She listened to, uh, I think it was episode number 26. She said classic. Um, and she was snorting through some of the things. So like obviously made us feel like, you know, big shots. And then, uh, and I quote, I'm the person that Jason always tells to stop listening, turn off the podcast. Now I'm a soccer mom with limited knowledge of the game. I've been volunteering for 10 plus years, enjoying all aspects of the game experience for players and try really hard to learn like this podcast. Yes, really. I'm trying. So sorry about your luck, Jason, but I'm still listening. Both my kids are actively involved in the game, 16-year-olds in PDL, and her 18-year-old son is in uh, an academy in Spain. He's a goalkeeper, which she also said, uh, double whammy, Jay, my son's a goalie as well. Um, <laughs> thanks for the laughs. Really enjoyed listening. Great entertainment um, and, and some really great guests. So that was really cool feedback. Uh, and she yeah. just said, like, basically, just so you know your audience. Wow. I, should I? I don't even know what to say to that. She just basically put Parmesan cheese on me and <laughs> absolutely destroyed me. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? You know what's like good just, about it, Jay? What? You know what's good about it is that's the type of person that we want listening because they, like, just like everyone, you take the joke, you take the laughs, and you listen anyway. Yeah, like it's, yeah. They're not telling you to really turn on. You know what I mean? Like, she, yeah, she gets yeah. it. You know, yeah. instead of getting offended, she gets it. And she's no, no. A, a top-notch human being for that. I give her a lot of respect for that. That was well, that was a, that was a very good listener feedback. Yeah. I went Point back taken. and forth a little bit, Jay. I was like, now I'm like anti-Jay. I was like, don't worry, I'll, I'll tell Jay to stop being stupid. Like I was all like, <laughs> just trying to be against you. And she writes back. She's like, no, too many people are like, babies and offended by everything he should speak his mind and say what he feels and she's like and i love listening to it i was like yeah me too i like jay a lot like <laughs> we're good friends like he's my friend for a long time <laughs> it was amazing she's hilarious like great feedback so anyway yeah super so thank you for that and hey, people feel free to send us in it makes us feel nice <laughs> like if, if not for anything else it makes us feel nice oh my god that was the worst <laughs> speaking of uh that Let's jump into our topic. Now, um, it's more of a serious one, but I don't want it to be, but it is. So it's concussions in soccer, okay? It's funny, Declan Hill brought it up in our interview and how we, we had talked about it. And I was like, oh, don't ruin it. I had this plan for the next show. Anyway, heading in soccer, concussions in soccer, heading the ball. Can it, should it be taken out of youth soccer even more taken out of the game entirely, at, even at the professional level. This is something that me personally, I'm very passionate about on one end. But anyway, before we get into it, I just want to read you guys a few things. So bear with me. It's a, it's a few uh, things I want to just rip out before I throw it to you guys. It's um, <clears throat> neuropathologists. They've been doing studies, you know, because. Keep going, Mark. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I was trying to do the, the quiet signal that, that doesn't ever work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's studies going on in England. Okay. People are dropping. 
what's his name there? Jeff Assel's 59, dementia. Nobby Styles, dementia. Bobby Charlton, dementia. All these guys are starting to get, are, are dying early and they're finding that they have dementia. Now, the big thing is, is they've looked at the brains. They, former soccer players who have, who had the ball are five times more likely to die from degenerative brain diseases. Okay. That's proven. Okay. Now I want to say that children 11 or younger are not allowed to head balls in training in England, Scotland, Northern Ireland, and the USA. Okay. That's not here either. Now the big study was done in Liverpool where they've, they measured a training session. If you've headed the ball 20 times over the course of that hour, 80% of people after heading the ball 20 times failed a concussion test. So that's immediate. They weren't, wouldn't be allowed to return if they were playing a sport after 20 headers. Okay, and that's 80% uh, of people on a big study. So with all that said, it's a legitimate concern for people. There's a lot of talk of it in England right now. And uh, my view doesn't really matter, but what do you think? Do we need to get heading completely out of the youth game until we know more? Because their brains are still getting shaped at this point. You want me to, I'll, I'll go on that. I like, first of all, I love this topic. I don't know too much of the science, um, but I, I do try and read any article that comes my way. Um, it's because I'm a teacher at school. It's a big deal, and if kids like even like brushes their head against something, they're automatically sent to the office. And you guys probably have experienced it. You get a call home saying your kid, you know, something hit their head. I know it's serious. As a youth coach, I think I stopped working on heading. I think it was after I came back from Ireland. I think it was in the courses there, and they said like, "There's no point." in working on headers, especially in isolated exercises. Um, and so I, I think I just stopped, I just stopped doing it. Um, I remember coaches that I had would do the isolated exercise where you head the ball, uh, you're, you're in front of, you're behind someone, you're trying to head it over them just to get the technique. Yeah. And it just like, again it goes back to the isolated stuff we talked about it before, but yeah, I don't see the value in doing it at, at young with young kids i even i'm working with u 16s now and i would never do an isolated heading exercise i mean i'm only what working about with even what about we, even a, a crossing drill like if you've got defenders in the box and you're doing a, a crossing drill and the defenders have to clear the ball right it's like yeah. you do that 15 20 times and according to the research they've now got brain uh, brain damage their uh, concussion issues so i mean even if it's not isolated it's it's yeah. popping up right yeah but at least it's not like so repetitive like it, that might not be the same area the same kid every time i'm just trying to be devil's advocate but i agree with oh, you yeah, like for sure that's what i want yeah. if, if i have if i have an academy and i have five sessions a week i would probably be guilty if they're you know if they're older kids been been doing to do some sort of cross uh, you know, deliveries from out wide and have defenders deal with it. But at the youth age, very like eight to 12, 13, like there's really no use, but yeah. I don't know. Steve, what do you think? First of all, I'm tired. I had a long day. We had like two unbelievable episodes back to back. I feel 
sort of beat down. And then Mark just started saying like 80% in 20 times divided by three and like pulled out links and articles. And I'm like, I, I can't argue any of it. I, I don't even have yeah. like the energy to argue it. It's such so solid points and you're right. I can't, I'll play the devil's advocate because that was, it was my first instinct. So I guess I'm not playing devil's advocate. I love heading in soccer. I love watching good crosses and, and, and scoring with their head. I love seeing a big man come up from the back like Van Dyke and smash in a corner with his head against Everton. And it's such a big part of the game. And it's definitely a part of the game. I think like at least our younger players here struggle to adapt to as opposed to in other countries. Um, pre 12, I think it's a no brainer. I don't think you should be doing it. If it's outlawed in all those other countries, why not here? For sure, you shouldn't be training it at that age. What's the point? I think that's absolutely ridiculous. Like, there's so many other things, and it's such a small part of the game, if a part. As they get older, it's tough. Until you outlaw it, I think you can't not work on it in some way, shape, or form. I like the way Jay described it. Like, you're not going to be repetitively just doing, like, that drill. I know exactly what he's talking about, where you, you jump from behind the guy and head yeah. it up. Or, or you used to do those drills, like, at least, like, we had a, a couple of British coaches who did it, where you're, like, in the middle of, like, a pit, almost. Like, Mark always says there's players around, and the two of you are just trying to win the ball and head it and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think those things are probably overkill at this point. Um, I'm just happy I'm terrible in the air, and I just wait for some big guy to go up and get the bits, the, the knockdown. So I'm hoping I survive the stats. Um, yeah. But it's, 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 it's a tough, tough topic. And I don't want to be that guy who falsely says, yeah, wear the, the helmets because I kind of make fun of them myself. I'm not going to lie. Like, that's probably the wrong thing to say. It's probably the way forward, though, if we want to keep heading in soccer. Like, there's too much that's known now about the brain that wasn't before and, and it goes all the way into football and all these things. Like I wonder sometimes how long football as a sport might last. Um, so in soccer, I think if you want a chance, you're probably going to have to go in that direction. And I'll be honest, maybe I'm a little too old school. Like, I don't know if I like it, but if it keeps yeah. it in the game, why not? Well, that's it. The brain that they, uh, they examined from, uh, from that Jeff Assels or Jake, well, I forget his name now, whatever. Jeff, Jeff Assel, Assel, yeah. yeah. It yeah. was that of a boxer. That's Jeez. how bad it was. So that's insane. And that's, that's, I mean, it, it's just, it's coming to that point where it's not only the 20 headers and you're concussed uh, at any age after a, uh, after a session, but it's the 30 year down the road effects that are, that are the scary ones. But not only did they have a concussion after heading 20, uh, 20 balls, they did another study where they did uh, spatial and, uh, and other type of written stuff and their memory had now gone. They did a, a focus group and the heading group and the ones that had done the 20 headers couldn't even pass that test. Jeez. Like it's that bad. It's getting to the point where, you know, it worries it. I mean, as a youth coach, I've always been that for the two years I've been there, I've never allowed heading and training or in games. I said, I'd rather score a goal than you win a header at the back. I've always been like that, but that's just me. And I don't know, I'm not a doctor, but anyway, that's, uh, the other thing is, I'll throw it to Steve first this time. Let's say it is the worst. Can soccer, and it can, I'm sure, but can soccer survive now, even at the pro game, with no heading? How does that, does it come now if soccer is not soccer anymore? Like, how that's does that work? That's a good question, man. Like, that's what I was sort of alluding to, getting into wearing the helmets and the way forward. Like, 
if it keeps heading in soccer and, and those helmets are somehow statistically proven by you, Mark, with all these amazing stats that I can't compute <laughs> right now, like I, I would like to see that. I would like to not take it out of the game. I think it's, and it's funny because I'm so terrible at it, but I think it's so uh, like such a cool part. I might just be that old guy now who like, why have it in there? Like why have fighting and hockey and all that kind of thing. So I, I think it takes away from the game. I think it's such an awesome aspect, like diving headers and all this kind of stuff. Like it'll change the game. Will it be as good or the same? It's such a tough question to answer. I would initially, my like a fear of, of taking it out and change, it says no. But yeah. uh, like you're rattling me again with these. Like these are such good I, you could finish. You could finish with your shoulder. I, I wonder what they do with the uh, uh, blind soccer because um, that's it's that's a pretty a big. Uh, you imagine, sorry, Jake. You imagine if you're allowing finishing with a shoulder, how many VAR decisions like with VAR right now would be? I know, I know, but it's yeah. the top of the shoulders. I'm I know. Just saying, right. I'm just saying. Jay, I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw. Jay, that's a brilliant point that I didn't even think of. Before what did he say? Show. What did he say? With the shoulder, the shoulder. because uh, when I played uh, that old timers that one year with Gloucester Celtic, there was a midfielder there. I'm not going to say his name, but he was out like two years because of a con- like a horrific concussion. Played okay. center midfield, was a fantastic player, but he he was not allowed to head the ball anymore. And any big header, big uh, long ball yeah. in the air, he would jump up and and shoulder it. Wow. Yeah. And uh, and it was great. Like he still wow. won the really won duels yeah. and stuff. Like it was neat. Like. And you know, you would win, Mark. Your shoulders, you, this would oh, be yeah. the best thing for you. Your shoulder fan <laughs> yeah. is like a condor, yeah, and it's like perfectly shaped for this. Is this you shaping up to change it so you yeah. can, like, these like stats you are Brian dominate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I do want no. to say too that I'm sure there are stats that are against this and show that you know what I mean. I'm not just, I'm not being like a one trick right. pony here. Like yeah, yeah. I did this research on the fact that this could be dangerous. I'm sure there's a lot of stats going the other way, but Jay, my first thought of this, if you ban heading was you, I'm like, well now maybe they have to play on the ground. Now, does this even improve soccer even better or flip side? Now, if you play a ball in now, they can't clear it away. So now it's the long balls even better because now you can't defend it. That's actually, I think that's how it would go. Unless so, you became, yeah. unless you had well, the, year, the year of the shoulder like you and like you just had these freaking <laughs> monster shoulders. Yeah. And, or, and yeah. remember we wanted to make the penalty box bigger, the 18-yard box bigger to eliminate more penalties, right? Bigger or, or no? No. Bigger. Well, I, I argued bigger because did, yeah. teams are doing the low block more and it's yeah. like yeah. impossible. So, And then the keeper has more chance to... Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, soccer's changed a thousand times. It's not For like sure. this is great. I mean, back in the day, you couldn't even pass the ball forward, right? Like you weren't allowed to. I mean, it, soccer's evolved over the For years. Sure. Why can't we keep evolving? I mean, what's that? Like the back pass. Like the back pass. Yeah. Remember I remember the back pass and I was a sweeper and I thought, how will I ever play sweeper? Like, how am I going to just knock it to my goal and get out of trouble? Like, and it made the yeah. game better. Yeah. yeah. Make, that's the, I guess that's the argument. Will this make the game better or will it make it worse? But is it necessary? Like, I mean, if, if people are getting, anyway, it's to me, it's, it's such a crazy argument. And uh, I, I enjoy hearing everybody's point of view. But, but I, I think, argued. I think Mark, everyone, anyone listening and they're coaching, you know, their nephew or coaching their kids or like the volunteer helping out. I think if anybody contests that you shouldn't, you know, work on isolated, you know, 
exercises with just heading, then they're the problem. Like they, they don't understand. Like I remember seeing some coach work on throw-ins for a half an hour. Yeah. This is just, 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 we've talked about that before, but just heading alone, like what, there's no context to it. If you know now, you know, if you know better, you do better. If you know that it actually can hurt and leave long lasting uh, damage to kids and you're listening to this and you keep on teaching or working on heading because you want your, your team to defend a corner. Um, you know, I almost think, you know, in training, like get rid of corners at the youth age and just give it to the keeper on, on, on the team that wins the corner to give it to the keeper and they have to play out again, just like we do in training. Uh, because at the youth age, what the hell is the value in corners? Like, oh, you're going to work on corners. You, you see, only see your team two sessions a week, maybe three max. And you're going to work, you're going to take some time out of your session to work on corners. What the hell at, at 10 or 11, I've heard comments like people say, oh, you got to work on corners or your free kicks. What the hell you, you, their heads are, you know what I mean? But their heads this, are in winning. They want to win. Exactly. Of course. Yeah. So what about concussion substitutes in the program, in the program, <laughs> in the pro game concussion substitutes? Because I'll be honest, I watch a lot of hockey. I watch a lot of college football now because of Steve. But um, the second you're suspected for a concussion, you're out, you're in a room, you're getting evaluated by doctors. Do you remember Loris like last year, the year before? He was out cold for like three minutes. Yes. yes. Got up. And finish the game. That was Soccer awful. Is about eighty years behind in concussion protocols, and it's yeah. all. It may even be because, oh, we only have three subs. You know, you know what I mean. Like, should there be a concussion substitute rule in soccer? It's a good one. Again, like you're you're, like you were watching me watch the Premier League this weekend. I was thinking about the five subs because of Klopp and all that stuff, and I was like, can they have like another injury sub? And then, like immediately, and when you said this, I thought, well, easy to fake you know, easy to take advantage of. But is that a reason not to do it? Probably not. But it it is a pretty like, you know, oh my God, a concussion. And like, so they can make another sub. Like, does it really matter if they're faking it? And it's a a fourth sub now instead of a third? I guess not. So like, I don't see anything wrong with it. I thought about it this year too with with the whole COVID and smashing a league into such a small time frame and two, three games a week and all this stuff. Like, I'm not a big fan of five subs, but you know, maybe you have your three and then for sure, if someone's off and they're injured and like they're off, off, like yeah. Joel Matzip's always injured every five seconds. Like, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> well, he should have... be a clause in the rule. You shouldn't get any. <laughs> there should be a Matzip rule. That, like... but what about, what about this? Now I'm just, now I'm uh, this, like the snowball's going here, but like, let's say not even the ball hitting your head dangerous. How many times in a weekend do you see two soccer players clash heads and like almost dot like Jimenez or Jimenez. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah for Wolves. Like the first time I've watched soccer. Jimenez. <laughs> yeah. Jimenez, Jimenez. Like he almost died. Like, I mean, you're clashing heads with people too, going up for this header. So that's not only an added danger to this head. I mean, how, who that happens how often a weekend once yeah, or twice, yeah. at least two people clash heads and are on the ground. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So, I don't know. Whatever. Maybe I'm just a hero. Speaking of uh, clashing heads, clashing bodies, the Manchester Derby, Roy Keane went off on it, and I'm sick of it. And it's not just a Man United, Man City thing. Why are these big derbies, big games, big 
why are people hugging after the game opposite opposite teams like i'm sorry like ole uh, ole goes the, the game's done it's it's the worst game in the world and he's got the biggest smile hugging pep guardiola on the sideline like because he should have lost yeah but yeah, no, it's all the your uh, illusion right to everybody yeah. like what are you what are you smiling about yeah. you know it's optics like show me that you're mad or something and like Maguire and Stones essentially spooned like in the middle of the field. It was ridiculous. And and that's where I guess a fine line are we, you know, I want passion, but I also want sportsmanship, you know, we're Canadian, but like are you going to see Brown hugging a, a Tavernier after the Celtic Rangers game? Not in a million years. I don't know. Do you, is it just me like I don't know. I know. I don't know what to say. I just think they're obviously England teammates, center backs too. Like it's like on that one, it was, it's a bit, I think they need to do it after the cameras are away. Possibly. Like, I think well, maybe King that's what said. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's, it's a bit, I, I just think with Maguire, he's probably just like, so I, I saw bits and pieces of it. I saw most of it. My son and I were just like bored to tears. It was like, but I, maybe I just feel like, they're both happy just to like get nil nil and like, you know what I mean? Like it seemed weird. I, I, it's hard to explain, but yeah, I, I don't know. I couldn't, I've never seen like a Liverpool, like Gerard hugging, like one of the Neville brothers after the game. It just exactly. be so weird. Yeah. That's what I mean. Steve, if you watched Liverpool draw nil nil against Man City and Klopp and Guardiola were in loving each other. I mean, I'm sure it happened. I don't know if Liverpool's up, but doesn't that make you like you're on your couch fuming fuming and then you I think see- it's the dumbest thing ever i'm so it makes yeah. me so mad i i was right on point with roy Keane, like and everybody's like probably sick of roy Keane, but sometimes just listen to the guy he's so right like you know what maybe it's the problem with man city man united right now maybe harry Maguire's just happy someone in the world spoke to him as opposed to like everybody thinking he's crap like and Ole gunner you're on the you're on the chopping block you know like no matter what you're still following ferguson even though it's three four managers since like semantically don't do that don't be stupid you're about to potentially get fired you got fans all over you just shut your mouth like do it after like you said like jay's alluding to i think in the in the tunnel when it's like half an hour after the game and your international teammates go ahead i i watched sadio mane do it with the the sar sar from the watford after the game it was like half an hour later international teammates talking took him aside he's the, the leader of that senegalese team and whatever no problem with that but, like, I don't think I'd ever see Mane doing that. He's a grumpy prick on the field, and I love that. Like, I just think it's yeah. too – and it's, again, I'm, like, the old guy here and everything, but I don't think so. Like, that's not that's not it. Like, I play you, Mark. I'll talk to you after. And I'm not yeah. going to – like, I just lost a Gloucester Celtic on a Friday night 2-1. Like, oh, I'm mad. Like, yeah, good game, Mark. And uh, I'm not going to be stupid and spit on you, but come on. Like, yeah. I think it's – I wonder I wonder if it's, sick. like, this whole COVID thing. Just thinking devil's advocate here. All this COVID thing – the guys are just like, it's a different world. There's no fans there to get any heated and riled up. I know there's some sprinkled in this weekend and, and last weekend, but it's like, I wonder if just it's like so. It's like the apocalypse. These guys are just happy to be there. Or it's like misery loves company. I'm not sure. It's like it is strange. Like, was it there last year? I don't know. I remember. I think it's bull. I think it's BS. I don't care if there's fans or COVID or whatever. Like you're playing yeah. Man U, Man City. Like you're like you're Manchester United. You're trying to get back on the top and like. That's why you're not at the top yeah, to exactly. me. Like yeah. that's, there's a, there's a yep. difference, a burning 
drive like you don't have to be a Roy Keane like where it's outlandish you can be that quieter steelier like a Van Dyke who has it you see him you hear him screaming like you know and I'm giving all the Liverpool things to making Mark mad but I just get like a even like a Conte from Chelsea like that guy just works and grafts and does like I never see him you know spooning with Stones and Maguire like I don't know yeah. I feel like it's an attitude well, yeah that's why yeah, you look at the, I don't know if you've seen the clip of when uh, Phil Neville was captaining Everton and Gary Neville was captaining uh, yes. United. They were playing each other and they stood in the tunnel beside each other. Brothers yeah. didn't say a friggin' yeah. word to each yeah. other because That's they right. were two, hate them or love them or whatever, but these two were professionals. Yeah, They're not hugging, they're not shaking hands until they get home. Yeah. And that's, I don't know, maybe we are dating ourselves. Maybe it's a new school thing where... Everybody's I don't know. I feel like they're more so attached. Gonna, you know what I mean? Don't you think they're more in tune with the fans? I think they're also thinking like, I don't want to hug my brother before the game because then they're going to say, yeah. oh, you know, he came from United, Phil Neville, he doesn't care. Like they're in tune with it. Maybe they are just more in sync. Maybe like the others yeah. are out of sync. Yeah. 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 No, it's a no, I find it frustrating because like I said, I'm, I'm upset on my couch with Dorito dust all over my chest. I'm fuming. <laughs> and then like, I'm 18 million miles away, angry, and yet they're having a ball. You yeah. know, that I find it, it's, it's, an, it's, it's an insult to me, to people like us that watch the game, pay out of our, you know, rear ends to get the zone and watch that little white circle every five seconds buffering <laughs> in our games, you know? Anyway. Uh, yeah, it's a good point. Well, I'm going to hit this topic that Aaron Hooper kicked in, and you know what I just saw? that I think the uh, no holds barred actually uh, talked yes, about the, uh, the Lou Marsh the other day, but I just want to bring it out because from a soccer perspective, maybe Alfonso Day. So for those who don't know, the Lou Marsh award is given to the, every year to the best Canadian athlete. Um, and this year's winner were, um, it was a dual winner. It was Alfonso Davies. who's a soccer player for Bayern Munich. As we all know, this young Canadian superstar, and it was given to, uh, I don't know his name, the football guy, that's a doctor. And uh, he opted out of the NFL season. Yeah. Yeah. To, to go and help on the front lines with the COVID fight. So they were dual winners. And there was, you know what, on Twitter, there was a big outcry about why this guy was included with Alfonso Davis. Do you agree with the dual win or no? Um, I don't know too much about the outcry part. I personally don't agree that's a canadian lovable loser thing sure the guy did a really honorable thing but what does it have to do with uh, the, the lou marsh award what is it exactly do you, do we know just so before i i the best canadian uh amateur or professional athlete of the year okay so they're right there and i remember moaning about this on a other show about how a curler got it like three or four years ago. And it's like over Atiba Hutchinson who was in the running and this guy was running in champions league at the time. It was our only Canadian champions league, I think running his nuts off. And then they give it to a curler. It's not even a sport. And I played it before in high school. It's a joke. Okay. Anybody can play it. It's the people who can't play real sports play curling. We all know that it's like, you know, Frisbee, whatever that super sport is too. Uh, It's like, I'm sorry. It's just, no, it was lovable losers, Canadian lovable losers. Again, Davies 
definitely deserved it. He's an athlete. He's playing a sport. And I, I, my bias is on invasion and territory sports. I'm sorry. It's not like dancing is not a sport to me. So I, just to get rid of all those, like these guys are running kilometer after kilometer at high, at a high pace. Davies in a top, top club in the world. And he's playing in the t- biggest competition in the world. I think he should have just been him. So what here is my retort and I'll chuck it to Steve. It's given to the best athlete. Okay. What is an athlete? I guess that's a better question. What encompasses an athlete only solely his performance on the field floor, ice, whatever. Is that it? Um, it's a tricky question. Cause I feel like you're trapping me, but like, I would say, <laughs> I would say, yes. Like, you know, it's like you're holding athletes to these super high thing. Like if someone scored a billion goals, they're the best athlete. If you like them, you hate them. They're an asshole. They're the best athlete. That's how I look at it. Um, is that right or wrong? I don't know. That's how I see it because I don't necessarily need my Lou Marsh winner to be the nicest guy in the world. Like give it to him for his performance and the way you go, you know, it's this, I agree with Jay on that one. It's like, why don't you give the offensive lineman an Academy award this year? Like, why not? He was fighting the fight on COVID. You can't, you can't argue that you, you have no leg to stand on when you say that, like you, you battle the people who are going to argue back about all the good things he did for COVID. I don't, I'm not taking anything away. I think the guy's amazing. I think he's like, I don't know if heroic is too big of a word, but very like, you know, he, he left, he was getting paid millions in the NFL, living a lifestyle to come back and do that. I think it's unbelievable. Give him the order of Canada, give him like, tea with the queen like send him to the white house like give him a bunch of things give him a medical certificate give him a you know give him all those things give him everything he deserves it so there's no argument but why is he the athlete of the year like he's is he even a a starter at kansas city i think he is but is he an all pro you know like no yeah so it's davies that's his award don't make the award what it's not. I think that's why you asked for the definition, Jay, in case there was like a sportsmanship yeah. and all that yeah. involved in it. Yeah, and yeah, if there's exactly. not, boom, give it to him. Yeah. Well, that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of where I was headed with that. That's a great answer. And I completely agree. There's a lot of other things you can give this person rather than just handing them like, here, take the Heisman, you know, like take, yeah. take everything. Yeah. Like, you know, we give them everything. But, but here's my question. Can I add to that? Hold on before you move on. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Go ahead. In schools. I've been to plenty of schools and it's almost unanimous. They all do this and I always have to fight and fight everybody. And it's like, oh no, you can't give him uh, athlete of the year. Why? Because he won it last year. So, <laughs> so he deserves it. Well, no, no. Uh, give it to another kid. Cause uh, they, you know, they didn't win anything. No, no, no. What's the award for, for the kid who didn't win anything award yeah. yet? Or is it for the kid who, it's yeah. like my, my, this is my favorite story. It was like this, it was tryouts for, I was doing the basketball team and they were one kid was like coming over, oh, Mr. Whiting, Mr. Whiting, uh, this kid over here, uh, he's, he, he, you know, you got to get him off the court. I'm like, what, what happened? What happened? He's like, no, no, he's just too good. He's just scoring nonstop and no one's getting a chance to score. I'm like, what's his name? Cause I'm going to pick him. And what's your name? Because I'm actually going to cut you. Why Why would I go, why would I punish him for being good? Well, all he does is play basketball. So he gets punished for that? Yeah. It's every, every teacher is like, well, no, uh, they made the soccer team. They can't make the volleyball team this year. <coughs> why? Why? 
because yeah. well i'm gonna give another kid a chance well do they ask those kids do they play volleyball or sports in their free time well we want to give everyone a chance. why are we not rewarding the people who work hard and deserve it that's a canadian problem we want everyone to get it and it's it's insane to me and it starts in schools it's elementary school so these we these kids whoever made that decision came through our elementary school system and high school system and said no, let's share it. That's yeah. everyone. Well, Jay, has to have my it. son has the same problem at, at his elementary school. They don't have a soccer team. And my son was very upset. So he went and he asked, why? Why do we not have a soccer team? And the answer they gave him was a lot of people play competitive soccer outside of school. And it wouldn't be fair because they would be much better than everybody else. That's <laughs> what the print or was it principal or the, the head of the gym teacher That's thing incredible. told my nine-year-old son at the time that they have no team because he's working hard at it and getting good at it outside of school, essentially. Yeah, so th thanks for the hard work, no reward. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's yeah, crazy. And, and then you want those same people, like and it's, I'm going to go on a soapbox with, all, with everyone. Then you want those same people in life to take that lesson into their jobs. Work hard, get a promotion, do well, serve your company, blah, blah, blah. Well, why you've set a different tone and and yeah. yes sports does relate to life that way yeah, yeah. and it's so just to, just so people don't think i'm a total prick what we've done uh, at my school and a bunch of schools we started tiering them and so other kids can make uh Great. you know make team and so it's just tiered now but it's like and then also we do um um intramural sports at school and the kids who made the team uh, they can't join that until soccer's done. And so the kids who didn't make the team, they, they get exclusive uh, use to the gym and, indoor to do that. But it's like, there's yeah, ways perfect. around it. You don't just block the kid off. Like, okay, you train too hard. You play too hard. Like I've said, and no, yeah. no, you can't have this. What, what planet? Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Anyway. So speaking of that leader working hard captains, this is something that, uh, it interests me all the time. Captains, you know, in pro, whatever, even in U10, whatever, you're giving them an armband, now you have a captain of the team. Why do you give these armbands out? Why do teams have a captain? And I'm not saying it's right or wrong or good or bad. What I'm saying is what's the use of it? I know I'll throw this to Steve because he's given out captain armbands at college level and everywhere. Like, are you giving it to the best player? Are you giving it out for tactical reasons to try and get someone to play better? To let, what, what, what is the point of a captain on a, on a soccer team? You kind of surprised me with this question. I think we may have talked about it in another episode in some sense. Yeah. Um, I don't have a blanket statement for it. Uh, I believe in it. Why do I believe in it? Why do we have a captain? <laughs> I'm struggling to define it, which, which sucks because it's making a terrible point right now. Um, I would say that I don't give it to the best player. I give it to the person I think can have a big or the biggest impact on the group. Um, at the older age groups, like when I was doing PDL and college and that, it is someone that helps me get the buy-in. Like we have a relationship, you know, they are, they are going to help me implement what I want to implement and what I think is right for the team. And they, make that stuff go they they sort of act as a you know like a like a help keep people in line in some respects which is maybe not a great way to put it going down to the younger age groups now like the, which i haven't experienced as much as jay and stuff i i use it as a 
like a development tool. Like I have one kid who's currently my captain and has been my captain. And probably I always get people say, why is he your captain? Like, but I see something in him. I see leadership in him. I see like a determination and a grit and I see a lot of room for him to grow. And I'm trying to use it to develop him. I've, I've spoken with his dad about it, uh, you know, kind of offline and just to say, this is what I'm trying to do. And, and you can see it all of a sudden it, it bursts out and you're like, wow. And he, and he just has that very like Disney drag your team to victory type attitude and, and people will follow him. I don't know how you quantify a person who others will follow. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but I look for those people and I say, if that's a person who's a leader. And to me, a definition of leader is someone who others will follow. And I just feel like I can find them or I hope I can. And that's what I try to do at the younger age and older age, the same thing. So I don't know yeah. if I butchered that. Or not. Yeah. Just to add on to that with Steve, and I think Steve, that's your strength is, is figuring out that little piece in your management, man management is your strength at the youth age. Um, I, I don't know if this is like a cop out or something, but I, I, I like this and I just, I just did it. I don't think, I don't know if I stole it from someone, but I would give everyone a chance to be captain. Every game was different. So one kid and I'd bring everyone in the group and I can't even picture, I, I don't even, I want you guys to picture me doing this because I don't think you could is I would say, okay, what do we like about this player? And uh, they would say, well, he, he works hard and he, he, he never gives up. Okay. Let's see if we can all, give that characteristic today and then another kid what do we like about him oh he's crafty with the ball and he's he's just uh he just finds a way to win okay let's see if we can add that to our game today so i just at the youngest ages because i think it's hard to you know kids can be totally different i know myself i was different at age eight than i am was at 16 and um, of course we all are so that's such a great answer that's, yeah, I love that. Jay, That's a really good idea. And I'm coaching the team that Jay previously had, and you can see, like, there's one kid who's deathly silent, but such a good player and potentially a leader as well. And now I'm like, damn, like, I should be giving <laughs> I am, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm And so it's cool. the one I'm talking about. It's the same one I'm talking oh, about. I know, and it's such a good, it's such a good thing to do. Like, I'm just pocketing yeah. it and taking so, it. So, Steve, what about this at the pro level? Do you know, like, do you think there's a, I know there, I mean, there is a pattern that uh, captains are more center backs, center midfielders. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Why can't, why are there not more striker captains? You know, why isn't a left winger not a captain? Yeah, it's a great question. It's a good, it's a great question. I think it's some, in some cases, somewhat of an easier answer. I think your profile of a striker is a different type of person. I'm sure there are uh, striker captains. Harry Kane's a captain. I don't know. I don't see it when I watch all at one. I, I can't understand what's coming out of his mouth. Like, 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 I don't know. I don't get like whenever he does a team talk, I'm like, come on, Mourinho, just do it. It's better. Talk about something. Uh, so I think it, it's like a profile of a player in that respect. I think center backs see the field more. They see the game, you know, uh, midfielders are just in the hustle bustle of it all. Um, I, I actually like, I read a book, the captain class. So it's about all sports and, it tends to be, you know, they were showing who's the leaders, who's the captains of all these massive dynasty type teams. And it actually is 99% of the time, not the best player. Um, and even there were some instances where they were talking about like the bulls and they were saying, you know, Jordan was a captain and he was a leader, but they needed Bill Cartwright, you know, Bill Cartwright. And I'm reading, uh, 
Bill Jackson's book, same thing. You know, Bill Cartwright could stand up to Jordan and the team needed someone who could stand up to him. You know, so like in effect, Cartwright was the captain, you know, and, and Jordan was yeah. pushing himself and pushing them in his way. So I, I won't say he wasn't, you know, um, but in a lot of the other cases of these dynasties, you see it's like it's someone who's maybe not the best, but close to the best or very well respected. Um, and I think yeah. that there's so much value in a captain when it's like that. I think when the whole captain debate comes up, I think it's because the wrong one's been selected. Uh, potentially there's not a lot of leaders in the team. Like it's Harry, bunch of Harry Maguire's right now or something. Um, but I think that when you get it right and it clicks, like those guys just like, they're worth their weight in gold. Yeah. Big time. No, I agree. So speaking of, uh, of captains, leaders, best players, we're going to do that best from countries uh, segment real quick. I'm going to jump right into it. We, I name a country. So a couple of players, Steve and Jay picked the best player ever from that country. Wales, Giggs, Rush, Toshak. Toshak. I'd go. Real Madrid, bunch of years coming. Liverpool, wasn't he a Liverpool legend? He didn't play for Real Madrid. He managed Real Madrid. I would he say. For Real Madrid too. John Toshak. Uh, did he? I don't know. Some, yeah. Anyway. I'm going to go gonna, with. Uh, look right now. Giggs, John Charles, Gareth Bale. I don't even have your list. Rush? I didn't. Uh, no rush. I didn't. No rush. For Wales, like, he... I think he's unbelievable. Well, recounting, I guess now I'm going to cop out and say, are we just counting Wales? Because his Wales career wasn't as good as the others. No, like, well, like best the player from there. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah, I guess it's not just. Yeah, that's a, you know what, Steve? Great point. Um, from there was what you said, though. So I'm going to go with Yeah, that. from Wales, and it's the best of the career. Giggs, Giggs Charles, Rush then bail i should have yeah, put rush you know what bail i didn't even put bail on the list that's a that's a mistake jay you didn't put john charles yeah on the list. I, yeah no neither he wasn't in the top 20 on like three lists that i looked at too what are you talking about that guy was incredible he played for yeah, juventus for years he's like still a legend i know i don't know i don't know i know that's the guy who coached uh the uh, guy we interviewed didn't he oh yes yeah 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 um, um croatia jay modric Shuker, Boban, Rakitic. Uh, Shuker's got to be up there, but I think Modric edges him out. Modric, I think Boban, just because he's a legend for kicking. Didn't he kick like yeah. a Serb in the chest or something? Yeah. I don't know. Like a, yeah, the policeman. Did. He fought the policeman. Yeah, yeah, or something. The police, the police. The one didn't eat my kid, Boban, and it was a big uh, fight about that. So... I'm going to go Modric at the top and then Shuker. And I think Rakitic has got to be up there too, man. Prozanecki? Yeah, he was on the, uh, on the oh, list. Yeah. yeah. So that's a good country to pick from there, man. I know. Yeah. Yeah, Prozanecki was like a two-pack-a-day smoker. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That should bump him up at least two that's places. That's what I'm saying. Like, it makes yeah. me I think. Like, I love guys who are just like that. Yeah. Um, Steve, I'll throw you Columbia. This is a hard one because I, you know what? It's, they're pretty obscure for not the, the uh, really in depth, but I'll throw out three names Valderrama, Aspria, Falcao. I think you, like, you, I want to, what about the goalie, Higita? Yeah. Well, is, if it wasn't for that save, is he anywhere? No, he's not. I just wanted to say his name. I just wanted to talk yeah. about him. I think, yeah, you probably have to go Valderrama, Aspria, Falcao. 
I think Valderrama, like I know he sort of just floated around Europe and then ended up in MLS and stuff, but like he was quality and he did so well with the national team. And Espria is just like one of those mercurial talents yeah. who just probably could have been more than he was, but man, was he exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to throw in Jay. These two are for both of you because they're like the textbook countries and probably impossible, mm-hmm. but I'll throw to Jay first, France. Oof, that's okay. I know that's what I, I've got Zidane, Platini, uh, Henri, Tigana, um, Vieira, Makaleli. I mean, I don't know. It's like w- w- France, best ever player from France. And this is like just to preface this, we're not going back. Like, I mean, I'm sure there's some from the 50s, 40s, 50s, 60s, like that were yeah. devastating. But- Zizou. Zizou for me up there. He's got to oh. be the best. Um, just, yeah. I don't think you can argue that. You're right. Yeah. Zizou. I wish I saw more of Platini. I got to Google that and, and update my, I, I, just, I don't, I, I've never seen him like a lot of uh, videos about him. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. There's yeah, so many. Talking to Carl Valentine once about playing at the world cup. And he said, Tigana was like untouchable. He said that guy was like, Head and shoulders. He said he couldn't. He, no one could touch him. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Really? Eh? It's like I don't know. I just love hearing this stuff. I, I, I just wish. I almost feel like I wish I was born like twenty years earlier to see all these guys. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, Germany. I mean, these, that, I mean, I left them off the list last time because the list can be fifty deep. But I really like one. He's not. He's not the best. But he's. I put him on the list. But anyway, Beckenbauer. Uh, Muller, Mateus, those are the three that popped out at me. Yeah, I, I love Mateus. I was a Mateus fan. I think, like, I don't, again, I, I don't know how you say Beckenbauer is not bad at the best of them. Yeah. It's like, you're just like France. Like, you could just go down and do, like, 12 teams of <laughs> superstars. Like, yeah, it's exactly. unbelievable. Muller is just a goal scorer. Mateus, like I'm with Jay. Yeah, he was just a driving engine, like a force. The whole new German generation to me is actually exciting. I actually like them now. Like, yeah, it's that's so tough. But I think you got to go back and Bauer at top. There's no question. Yeah. All right. Let's hit some rapid fire and uh, get the heck out of here. <laughs> You're eating spaghetti. Okay, I'll start with Steve. You're eating spaghetti. How many napkins do you go through in one meal of spaghetti? <laughs> oh my god. It's such a good question. Once when did you eat spaghetti last? Yes, that's why it popped okay. in my head. <laughs> I love it. Of course it did. I don't know, Mark. It's a, it's. I'm gonna say three. Jay. Um, we we use uh, cloth napkins, so one, but it's totally de- destroyed. That's funny. I was just talking to my father-in-law uh, because yeah. at their house they use cloth napkins and we were eating dinner and i said i'm gonna bring this up on my podcast because i don't want to dirty a cloth napkin anytime i'm here so i end up with stuff all over my face because i almost feel guilty and i also kind of find it a little bit not i don't want to say the word gross but it's like like you said if you're eating spaghetti and now you only got like a tiny little corner left. Like you can't reach for anything else, you know? It's no, like, but it, it absorbs well, the cloth. And, and you just wash it, you just reuse it. But I know what you mean. But like, 
every time I use that one that we used from the spaghetti last week, it's it's stained to hell, and it's like you don't want that one. I give it to my one of my sons. I'm like, here, you take this one. Yeah. He has no idea. You run out of real estate. I'm with Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, you do exactly. It's like anyway, gas station. You pay at the pump now. The other day, I saw people go. When was the last time you went into a gas station to pay for your gas? Such a good question. I don't. I even when I go into the gas station, I've already paid at the pump. <laughs> I just go in and get like two Gatorades for soccer, and then I'm gone or something. Like, like it's I. I never piggyback it. Almost, I just go bing and tap. Like, what's the point? Yeah. Yeah, it's so right. true. I mean, if you I'm see someone walking in there holding like thirty dollars because they put thirty dollars in gas, like <laughs> that's an issue. Like, have they you have seen problems. that? Have you ever seen yeah. that? Like, like, I don't even know the last time I've seen it. Yeah, I don't know. I was just getting gas the other day, and I saw people walking in there, and I'm like, I wouldn't leave this car <laughs> if it was on fire. Like, I just, I wouldn't. Like, I'm. What are you, what's wrong with everybody? <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. <laughs> Yeah, but and when it doesn't you know work, when it doesn't work, when you get the call, excuse me, you gotta you gotta flip the, you know, they gotta they give you instructions. Yeah. How <laughs> yeah, mad? Yeah. Like I'm looking around, I'm like so mad. I'm like, can you just turn this on so I can fill yeah. the, fill yeah. my gas? You up? know what that says to me when I hear is it? Yeah. free gas? I'm gone. <laughs> get me out of here. <laughs> free gas or come and fix it. I'm not leaving. <laughs> now you guys know I worked at a gas station when I was younger. Yeah. This, listen, if you. I don't know if it's it's probably changed, but if I didn't, if the it didn't balance, like if the gas didn't balance with what I had in the cash register or the credit cards and all that stuff, I had to pay out. I only made six eighty five, so I remember one time, like I was fifty fifty dollars under. I had to pay that out of my check. I only made yeah. like two two hundred dollars every two weeks or something like that. So be nice to those guys. Yeah. What about Jade? Speaking of that, you worked at a gas station, Steve. I'm sure you've had this problem too. This isn't on my on my question, but I want to talk. How long does it take for gas smell to get off your your hands? Does you take oh, gas a special soap? There's a special soap you can you you wash your hands with. Yeah, there has to be because the Dove I'm using, whatever, like I know, uh, I can smell it three hours later. But I'm like, <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like an addict. Like I love the smell of gas. Like I'm gonna be sniffing. <laughs> Uh, I get it on my jacket. I'm always like, like I love it. Bad. I'm oh my god! Some, like, really? Gas can beside me. <laughs> would you? Would you ever? Okay, this is a it's something again. I saw the other the other day in a clip. The I'm going to call them all. <laughs> what the hell? Did you have a stroke? Uh, it, it's it's just so mind boggling. These are I know. All I'm just watching the people at home. If you could just envision yeah. a a aardvark trying to 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 grimace that's what mark looks like when he's thinking about uh his next question it is so fun to watch your face oh my god go 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 you're a fan a supporter an ultra you buy a 90 dollar ticket to go watch your team but you're the leader of the singing and you're facing the wrong way the whole game you don't even watch the game would you ever do that? Never, like, I, I don't ever, get it. Ever. You know what I think? Never. Like, I love them. I love that they're there. I they're love needed. the atmosphere. I think that it gets genius. But I yeah. also think that they're like the nerd of the group and everybody makes them be that guy so they can watch. <laughs> and they just like, they're like, next song. And you're like, okay, cool. He's, he changed the song. Like, I would never take that yeah. role. 
No, I, I, uh, Bayern Munich, Dortmund. I was in the Dortmund section. These guys were smoking a thousand cigarettes at one time, <laughs> and the flags were blocking everyone. It, it, it was the best and worst experience of my life. But they didn't give a shit. They were looking sideways. They weren't even watching the game. And I was like, they, but did they? Uh, they knew the songs. What song was going next? It, it, it's like a little yeah. job for them. But it's like you're right. Like Steve, bang on. They're they're definitely like. The fourth line, the, the fourth official. They're the fourth official of the ultra. The, they're Shelly. They're, <laughs> they're, Shelly. Shelly. they're all in there. Guys, their name's Shelly. Imagine you're <laughs> at ultra and like, oh my God, I want to hear it. You're like, what? How? How did, what happened? Like, you're, now you're annoying. Now you're annoying. Yeah. Oh. No, 100%. That's I, uh, such a good question. played, Mark. Would you go to outer space for one week on the International Space Station? Never in a million years. Not interested. All the nerds in the world can go there and get high and go nuts on Mars. I don't give a shit. It is the dumbest thing on Earth. I'm not interested in going to space. I love the idea of it to like check it off a list, but I don't want to do it. <laughs> I don't want to be in there for a week and like I'm floating and I'm having a hard time. Like not Just, interested. Mark, there's no way you're oh, even God. walking no. into NASA. There's no, no way. First you'd have of to all, your dead, who? lifeless body and your family <laughs> carrying you. <laughs> That's all the only way <laughs> you're going. If your dude died and your family wants to send you to space, is like that's your burial. <laughs> it's like for me, the space station wouldn't be the problem. It's it's the transport. It's the scary rocket ride yeah. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Take. No, that's why you won't even. You're gonna get enough anxiety. You won't even go there. You, you're not no. making. No way. You can't. Wait, they have a seatbelt. Come on. You have a seat. <laughs> you're sitting on a rocket, and you have a seatbelt. I mean, no. that, I just picture you as like one of those fainting goats my neighbors have out here. They just, when a wolf comes, they just faint and they're just the done. go straight and stiff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, you're done. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. you. What percent of your battery on your phone when you're out, what percent is panic time? <laughs> Such a bad question for Jay. There's like, I know mine probably 8%. That's a regular one. 8% that I'm like, I'm in trouble. I don't even think you know what percent you're at. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, damn, dead. <laughs> Probably 15. 15, yeah, that's a, that's a good number. When it gets that's when like, the auto saver turns on or yeah, something, and then you're like, worse. oh, my God, like, what do I do? Yeah, <laughs> okay. Would you rather, so we'll hit it in a couple of these, and then we'll get out of here. Would you rather use a cat litter box for the rest of your life? <laughs> to do what? Or you, huh? Yeah. To do, what? do what? Use a cat litter box to go to, go to the bathroom. pee and poo. Yeah, no, to no bathrooms in your house. Just a cat litter box. <laughs> or use a communal outhouse with your street. <laughs> oh my god! Like you have those urinals, like the troughs in Europe. Yeah, like, yeah. like an outhouse made of wood. Oh. It's open. Oh, like one person outhouse. We have to take turns. One person outhouse. One holer. Who changes yeah. it? Like, does a company come or does somebody in the group have to do it? A company comes. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, cat litter. It's such a good question. I'm dying to know how you thought of it because I can't deal with it. I can't. I can't anymore. I can't do this. I can't. Big question. I'm it's such a stupid idiot question. 
I can't like come on, I can't do this anymore. It's almost Christmas. You can't do this to me. It's so stupid. Uh, I, you have to tell us how the hell did you come up with this question? Well, I have a cat, and we are dancing. <laughs> you watching the cat? Yeah, I, no, I went downstairs to go do something, and there was a little nugget on the floor. <laughs> I this mark. And then what? You thought and then it popped in my head. I'm like, what if I had to go in there? And then it's like I got asked the guys. <laughs> I can't. Oh my god. Oh, shit. Oh, good. oh my right. god. You are priceless. You're right. a world treasure. Would you rather you have tickets for the Champions League final? Would you rather sit beside Paul Scholes or Frank Lampard? Easy. I'll go, Jay. That's an easy answer for me. The easiest question you've ever asked. Wow. I, I think I'm getting, my gut says Paul Scholes because he's not going to talk too much and ruin the game for me. 100% that's the answer. Okay, okay. Yeah, bing, that's, bing. And he's going to yeah. – anytime he says something, it's just going to be a quick dart in yeah. that will make you laugh, that will enhance your experience. I feel like Lampard, blah, blah, blah. Like, no. Paul Scholes is brilliant. And he's gonna. Paul School's gonna call you out. Stop talking. <laughs> That's right. I love that. All right. Would you rather, for the rest of your life, have brutal bo or bad breath? Oh my god, that is That's, such a great and horrible question. Bad breath. Really? Yeah, I can't. Bo like radiates in a longer like circumference. But <laughs> you can. Oh, you can cover God. up either, Jade, but I think it's like you have to pick, right? Yeah. You're going to have to go B.O. I think I'll have to go B.O. No. You won't, like, oh, you won't even when get someone... married. A girl won't come near you to marry you. At least I'll sort of rope them in and then be like, <laughs> and then be, <laughs> at least I'll have a chance. Yeah, there's nothing worse than someone like at the mall or something that walks by you and you get hit with that B.O. smell. Like, oh. that is devastating yeah, it really is. It's oh, so bad so bad would you rather in a <laughs> soccer game for your life have Giroud as your striker or Cavani? Oh. or who or who Cavani look Ooh, at the smugness of Mark now he went from a fainted goat to like a wolf <laughs> Look at him! Look at him! He's just posturing towards us. I'm gonna go Cavani, Uruguay. Like those guys, just never stop. He'll never give up. Sorry, Giroud is having a very good spell right now, and you called it. You're the man. You're the winner. You're the cat litter winner. I'm gonna go pee in my cat litter now. <laughs> but it's Cavani will die. He will die on the field. I would I Cavani in his prime, and Cavani's like big games and that over Giroud, but. You you did win that, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. Would you rather only buy used underwear or used toothbrushes? Oh, underwear, for sure. Used underwear. If anyone says used toothbrush, I'm done. Used underwear, for sure. It doesn't go in you like the toothbrush is going to go in your face, in your mouth. It's disgusting. And it does. Like it's yeah. touching your butt the whole time. That's gross. Not, it's not going in your butthole. What if it's Fellaini's used underwear? I don't. I'll. I'd rather wear that over my face than have and someone else's toothbrush in my mouth. 
but Fellini's like curly hair. You don't know where the no, curls. I know you. I, I I welcome this. I deserve this. But Steve, tell me, tell me, please, pretty please, with Vaseline on your tummy, <laughs> would you ever ever share a toothbrush with anyone in your life? No, I I don't. Want Thank it. you. I wouldn't even share it with my wife. No way. Never. I have shared it with Lisa. I don't encourage it. You know what? Actually, you know what? I actually doesn't. I'm gonna be the opposite of you. It doesn't bother me sharing it with Lisa. Doesn't. Okay. But like my sons come in and just been like looking, picks up my oh. toothbrush, and then I'm like, I, I hit him. I did a call CES. Like I hit him. I'm like, stop it! <laughs> disgusting. Yeah, it's yeah. disgusting. You would you rather? One wish granted today, right now, or three wishes granted in 30 years? Oh my God, that is such a crafty question. Obviously, we can't wish for three more wishes. Yeah, I was going to say, me and Jay are those stupid kids who ask you, like, I wish. <laughs> That's so stupid. Yeah. Mark didn't even, like, entertain that. I know. Like, <laughs> I thought there was going to be an asterisk beside it. No. Yeah, you know what? In 30 years, three no. wishes. No, I'm too old for 30 years from now. I want I want a good wish now. And I don't want to like waste my wishes on unless I could you wish to be younger. Wish. Yes, that's what I was thinking. What's the wish, Mark? Yeah, can I I'm going to wish to be younger. Yeah, any wish. It's a wish, man. I'm I'm not uh, I'm not in charge of And 30 wishes. years, I'm with Jay. You go you live 30 years and you're like, "Yeah, my life's awesome." Then you're like, "Live it again." <laughs> Perfect. Mark, you? Mark, what about you? I'm waiting three years. Set up my family, my kids, all that stuff. Yeah. You know, you set them up instead of just one thing now. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, it's amazing. Last one. Would you rather have a permanent thick unibrow or no eyebrows? <laughs> uh, so like halopecia, like you're like no hair on your body type thing? Yeah. Well, no, just no oh, eyebrows. Just the eyebrows. <clears throat> Don't try to make sense of it, Jay. I know. <laughs> I think it's uh, no, no eyebrows. Uh, yeah, no Unibrow. eyebrows. Unibrow, 100%. Yeah? Like crazy yeah. guy without the eyebrows. Yeah, we'd look at it. <laughs> All right. We're going to end it off with a quiz. We were speaking with uh, Declan Hill the other day and about uh, African countries oftentimes are uh, you know they were getting the fix and all that stuff so it just got me thinking to the, uh, all the african countries how many african countries are there oh i always... i want to get this so bad i i love geography <laughs> <laughs> i really do who goes first can i i come losing i think yeah, i'm down. jay you go first i'm losing though yeah okay 55 Steven? Can there be a time limit? Because yeah. he's looking at look him. Three, two, 47. One. The answer is 54, my friend. Oh, Jason. You almost nailed it. Well done. Because I, I always tell my kids, there's like 55 countries in Africa. And then I always say 55 for some reason. So I just went with my gut. Well done, well, Jay. I probably heard it yeah. somewhere. Kudos. <laughs> All right. But do I win? I went over. No, you're no, one over. Off. Doesn't matter. It's just closest. Okay, okay. Not price is right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's not price is right. We don't price. Is right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, you know what it reminded me of, Jay? We're not going to talk about it yet, but that too, we're talking about the toothbrushes and it reminded me of the story of PD. Remember when I, I would just go around scaring you in, in the hotels when we used to travel? You, you were brushing it. Do you remember that? Yes. And it was, we were having so much fun. You, you're, you're just pumped. You're like going around and you scared me as I was brushing my teeth. It cut me in the back. I didn't know. When I got home, like two days later after our whole trip, everyone's quiet. No one talks to each other anymore because we're sick of each other. I had like, I had to go to the doctors and get like antibacterial, like antiseptic in like, uh, like it was awful. It was well, like, you were bleeding when I scared I was, you. Yeah. You jammed it in your throat and you're like, I'm bleeding. I'm like, what happened? I, I respected the scare so much. So I didn't want it to ruin the vibe. Oh, God, that was awful. I so remember that. That was amazing. Why'd you do that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I didn't. I mean, I've never heard of a scare toothbrush stabbing. Like, I don't know how it cut you. It's like the roundest tip ever. Like, <laughs> you got me because I, I jarred. I was like, what's the, like, turning my head. It was amazing. Oh, that was good. All right. <sighs> All right, team. It's a. Uh, but you know what? Anything. I'm going to bring it up. We're not ending yet. When we have guests, okay, when we try and end the show, this is always, it's always horrific ending the show here. So what we always do. Well, don't give our secrets. Okay. They're yeah. going to know. It has to come out. It has to come out. We all say, all right, see you later. Goodbye. And then we're stuck in the Zoom here with the guest. And we're all looking at each other like idiots for like, four to seven seconds while Steve is, or they're scrambling to find the lead button. So we all fake to do something. Like we reach with our arms and, uh, and like look around, like, oh, let me just click this. And sometimes we whisper to ourselves. It is the most painful. awkward four yes. seconds every time we have a guest. You know I what? actually think we should start saying, look, this is the protocol for when we end it. You can just leave any, like just leave. Yeah. You know what the next Instagram, it should be a mashup of every end we've ever had oh with a guest gosh. and to see like the four seconds of us like doing this, like lean forward and reach behind. Yeah. How sick would that be? It it's is so awkward. It's painful. And uh, God, I'm glad you brought it up because now I hope whoever listens to this and ever comes on the show, it just like, just end it. You just want to get out, right? The worst yeah, part for yeah. me is the like last three or four times I've thought about it before it happens and I still can't think of something different to do. I do the same thing every time. <laughs> like, I, don't, I, I don't even bend over time my shoe or something. Like, I, I, I'm always like, yeah. I don't know. I, don't, I just do it. I lean in. Yeah. Terrible. Can you, can you not kick them out? I can, yeah. Yeah. Imagine so that. Can you Thanks do that, very bro. much. Boom. The guy's out. No, no. But you, you do it. So they're world not renowned author. <laughs> No. <laughs> But you know what the, the worst part is too is like why can't we just say all right thanks bye and then like say well thanks for a great show or something we never go on it's like as soon as the stop button hits like we're not allowed to talk anymore to him or her <laughs> we're like stop and then we just sit there like uh, it's so weird I, I don't know that's why steve i think you just be like, okay i'm just i'm i'm kicking you out thank you for coming <laughs> like out. in a nice way you know what i mean like direct. thank you be direct okay yeah. i yeah. think we should end this one all right. Mark, you're the host. You're supposed to do something. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, all right. Keep it real. <laughs> <laughs>
Thanks very much for listening today. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast and, of course, leave us a five-star review. If you want to get in touch, you'll find us on Instagram at SoccerSnob1, on Twitter at SoccerSnobs1, by searching for us on Facebook, and of course on the web at www.soccersnobs.ca backslash listen. You can leave us your opinion, give us any comments, and if that's where you want to get nasty, feel free to do so.